0: Hey, kid, do you want to ride my flying motorcycle?
1: Uh, yeah, let's go!
0: Alright, but put some spaghetti on your head and act like a doofus. What?
1: You ready to talk some movies, Brennan?
0: Yeah,
2: okay.
1: Well, let's go! You come rock Corrupted you come rock jack you come
0: you Hi welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. And believe it or not, for over five years, we're a father and son duo that explores the latest Blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of golden age VHS rental store flicks, in spoiler heavy fashion. So, February, the month of love. It's short. It's got Valentine's Day, all sorts of lovely things. Although, here in Wisconsin, it's icy and cold, miserable. Yeah. yeah. And the weather's just unpredictable. It's, it's and the nasty.
3: last bit of winter where you just wish it would go away.
0: I know. It's like just kicking and screaming. Like, mm. if February could. It would have weather storm the capital. <laughs> just it, trying to hang on. If
3: February could, it would be the longest month.
0: <laughs> that's why it's the shortest month. Yeah. Because we don't want they were, any of they its were
3: like, They were going through all the days and like, whoa, this month is too long.
0: That's right. And that's why you picked out the loveliest movie possible. Yes, I did. One that's just full of heart.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, it just warms you. Yeah. Mm, it's like hey, can I just watch two koalas snuggle each other and drink hot cocoa? Could I just do that?
3: I don't I have no idea where I pulled this movie from, but I picked out the judge dread movie. Not, <laughs> not? Not the good one.
0: Oh, the one from 1995.
3: Yeah, the bad one from 1995. Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Because there is the other good one. The the only good one, which we watched, the one just called Dredd. I don't know when that came out.
0: 2012? 2012, yeah. Carl Urban as Judge Dredd.
3: Yeah, fantastic movie. That movie is great.
0: And I had you watch that. Yeah. In whenever it came out on home video. Uh Uh-huh. I had you watch that, and I remember saying, there's another one you can't watch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're just not going to watch it. Don't
3: even bother with it. Yeah,
0: we're not going to bother with it. But you did say that when you picked this out, and I don't want to speak for you on this, but you did say there's a list of movies that we always bring up that you haven't watched. Mm -hmm. And I know damn well This was not one of them. Not
3: at all. Not at all.
0: But when I said, what movie are you going to pick? You just pulled this one out of a weird magic. I
3: I, I don't know. I really genuinely, I've not thought about this movie really at all. I've only heard about it. And I've, I've, I remember seeing maybe like 30 seconds of it on TV. And Mm. I think you changed the channel. (laughs) So that that's all I really went into it with. And I haven't like read any of the comics either. The only thing I know is the twenty twelve movie, really, for and like the idea of the character.
0: Yeah. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start it off too, and I'm gonna say my knowledge base on the comics extremely limited. I've read a couple comics and if anybody out there doesn't know, Judge Dread did have a start in comics out of the UK through two thousand AD was the name of the comic. It was like an anthology comic book. And the basic idea of Judge Dredd is just, um, it's satire. Mm -hmm. It's made to just kind of, the English really saw the U.S. and its fascination with ultraviolence and say kind of like that really heavy, authoritarian cop just going rogue doing whatever he wants kind of attitude of say dirty harry and going well this is messed up what if we took it to an extreme mm-hmm. and you get Judge Dredd, and it's not that it's not ripe for being adapted to film at all it really isn't it's a great idea
3: yeah and, and it is successful we've seen
0: And one thing that did prevent Judge Dredd from coming out earlier than 1995 is RoboCop. Mm. RoboCop kind of does a lot of the same things.
3: And in this case, better.
0: (laughs) Yes, but I mean, RoboCop does kind of get on that. Like, uh, Fairhoven really knew when he was making RoboCop. He got that satire of Mm -hmm. just the ultra-violent American gung-ho just just testosterone type of film yeah and just pushed it
3: yeah it's it's almost like a weird predator case where they make it as commentary on an idea and it ends up being the best at that
1: like like yeah predator
3: is a commentary on like macho guy action films and it ends up being the best macho guy action film
0: it really does yeah and the thing is is that there's a lot of this movie and we're not even getting into it yet. Yeah. Even, but I feel this all needs to just be said first. Is that this movie, when you're watching it, there's a lot of it feels that it is trying to be Robocop in some ways. It I takes felt a it lot of yeah. it right down to just the simplest thug characters in this. Just being over the top, and it sounds like RoboCop mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. The soundtrack even from, uh, uh what's his name, Silvestri, is very RoboCop sounding. And it it has to be just laid out there just in in the front. That this is just, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd have this movie without RoboCop.
3: And you wouldn't have RoboCop without... Shut dread. Yeah, it's just—it's a weird roundabout circle.
0: Yeah, it's just the snake is eating its own tail type yeah. of thing, and it's really interesting that you know, say like an American production was doing the well, let's adapt a British comic that really is making commentary on the United States mm-hmm. and just how spoiler alert, it doesn't get it. Yeah, it really does. It not does get not get it. it, and all right we'll stop there i feel you've got a lot to say about this yeah i know i've got a lot to say about it i'm sure we have a trailer so i'm sure this is where i will put it
1: as a city we continue to grow 73 citizen riots come and get us throw out your weapons and prepare to be judged judge this the journey Ready. You're a legend. You were my finest student. Again, Dredd! <laughs> You're under arrest. What's the charge? Murder. The evidence has been falsified! Guilty as charged. I am the law! I am the law! You want chaos? The sentence shall be life imprisonment.
2: And I'm the chaos. Dredd? <laughs> Be crushing power. Excuse me? We're not together. It's not for this council to play God! But
1: who says politics is boring? We're going to war. You're a lot of fun to be with, right? Mr. Hayendra!
2: We've a lot in common. I'll be the judge of that. Smash,
3: look out! you sure did put a trailer there
0: i sure did you know a movie like this
3: i imagine uh there's like a cheesy voiceover guy
0: <laughs> wait you just watched the trailer
3: oh i definitely did so i remember
0: he was
2: <laughs> yeah yeah oh mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah so um I don't know if you noticed, but yeah, these are my notes for Deathbed, our previous episode, because I took no notes. And I'm not bailing you out on this one. We're just going to throw this one out there. I see you have no notes. Of course not. We're shooting from the cuff on this.
3: Because, I mean, it isn't the most wild of plots.
0: No. I mean, this movie is a cool, like, one hour, maybe 36 minutes. Yeah. It is...
3: Just, it, it makes a cutoff for a movie.
0: There's no messing around. I felt the length.
3: <laughs> it chugs along.
0: It it does its thing. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people talk about it, and I know I've even brought it up. Man, an hour and a half is a great time for a movie. It really is. If you can just get enough story in, like don't drag don't drag out some story to two two and a half hours if it doesn't need to.
3: Yeah, Spider Man No Way Home. Great example of a movie that really needed to be two and a half hours long.
0: Sure, yeah.
3: And it worked out perfectly for it.
0: Plenty of movies do. Like, I'd say even like just about any Star Wars movie it needs to be a little bit longer. Yeah. But that's also, I think, why they make movies too long, is because everybody just, that's like, oh, well, good movies are two to uh, two and a half hours long. Yeah. They don't need to.
3: They, don't, they really don't need to. No. This movie, perfect length.
0: It is. Any more. Ugh. You'd be like itching in your sweater. Yeah. I'm just trying to get out of it. Like, okay. All right. There's no fluff really to this movie. Mm -mm. And I'll give it credit for that. Yeah. It really just cuts out any just scenes that are unneeded. But that said, um, yeah, IMDb info, I'll go over that. Uh, Yeah. So according to IMDb, Judge Dredd from 1995, in a dystopian future, Joseph Dredd. The most famous judge, a police officer with instant field judiciary powers, is convicted for a crime he did not commit and must face his murderous counterpart. That description is very spoilery. It kind of ruins the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Because it is kind of surprising when it does come up. Mm -hmm. You're like, wait a second. I mean, you kind of get that he's being set up.
3: Oh, 100%.
0: But, yeah.
3: That doesn't happen to like halfway through the movie that all those points are fully revealed.
0: There's a lot of setup, just world building to this movie. Yeah. That I do appreciate. Yeah. And this movie, production value wise, good.
2: Yeah. It's I agree. very good, actually. I agree. Yeah.
0: I will not fault this movie for its production value. The grittiness, the griminess, everything's just wet all the time. Mm-hmm. And nothing there's very brief glimpses into anything that's nice
3: yeah and i will say i have seen it done better of course i i wouldn't like top like this wouldn't be top of my list for dystopian future but it does do a really good job
0: um let's go over the cast quick yeah so it was directed by danny cannon danny Danny. it stars sylvester stallone armand Desante, rob schneider you're getting proc now Max Sydow, Diane Lane, That's, that covers your, yeah, so not a bad cast. No. It really isn't. And nobody really comes off as not being able to act in this movie.
3: And Sylvester Stallone as Judge Dredd, actually pretty great casting. I'm
0: going to say this too, yeah. It is good casting. Yeah. Because his face, like when he's wearing the helmet, he's scowly. Yeah. He's... That man has, like, spaghetti lips that they're just... And that's not in a slight on his Italian-ness. But I'm saying, like, they look like a couple of noodles that just move around weird. You know? And he is kind of hard to hear in this movie, though. And I know a lot of people give him grief for the way he talks and everything. And that's actually, like, a weird thing of his. That he worked a long way to overcome and be where he is. But, man... Like they could have turned up his volume a little bit. Cause I noticed even when we were watching it, I was like, why is he quiet? Why is he so quiet when he's talking? And it's like he already sounds like he's got a multiple of stuff.
3: But either way it looks apart.
0: Totally does.
3: Especially when he has that helmet on.
0: Why does he take it off? Yeah. Because man, that's one thing I will give Carl Urban. He was not willing to take off that helmet. He yeah. Did not want to take it off. And I'll be damned if that movie's not better for it. Because in the comic books, Judge Dredd did take his helmet off, but you don't see his face. You know it's just disfigured, and it's in shadow, and you don't need to. That's the point, is like, you don't need to see it.
3: It does not matter. It's like Master Chief from Halo. What does he look like? I don't know, some dude probably. You know he takes his helmet off. He takes his helmet off. They just never show his face. Doesn't matter.
0: And there's still that problem to this day, where everybody's just taking off their masks. They're taking off their helmets all the time, and a lot of it has to do with if you're paying for the star, you got to show their face, because otherwise people are going to say, "Well, why, why, why don't I see his face? I don't know yeah. who it is if I don't see it." Man. The ability for Carl Urban to act Judge Dredd just by his mouth alone. And even in this movie, you can still see through the visor Mm -hmm. on Stallone. I mean, granted, yeah, we're watching it on a 4K TV. Yeah. But still.
3: But you can still see his face.
0: Yeah. And he could could have pulled it off without taking off his helmet. Mm -hmm. He could have done it. But also this movie writes it so that. He has to be without a helmet, which is just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it story-wise, sure. Uh I mean, but when he just like takes it off really early on, just out of nowhere.
3: I was just like, ah. (laughs) Uh, What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Put it back on. It was just when it's unnecessary is when it's really bothersome.
0: It really is. Do you think you can just summarize this movie? Like, just tell me the entire plot. Because I kind of don't feel like running through this scene by scene.
3: Yeah, so um, the movie starts off, Rob Schneider, for some reason, is our opening character that we follow as he comes into uh, Mega City 1.
0: Well, yeah, he's released from Aspen Prison because that's another major location. Yes, so
3: there's Aspen Prison. He's a criminal. He's released from He goes back to Mega City 1 and this world at this point has been completely devastated by climate change and wars. So most of the planet is just wasteland. What do they call it? The, they, they had a name for the wasteland. Whatever is, it is.
0: Is it not just the, the, wasteland. the, the wasteland?
3: But uh,
0: Or the scorched earth. The scorched the...
3: earth. That's what it was. So the world is complete wasteland, and the only refuges of humanity are these huge, massive cities filled with uh, tens, if not hundreds of millions of people all densely packed together. And so he gets back to the to Mega City 1, which is just New York.
0: In this, yeah, yeah. in the comics I do know that like it's a larger swath. It's more more like just the East Coast yeah. of the United States in general. Um,
3: but this you see the Statue of Liberty and I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen.
0: Well, I could see I could see trying to preserve that.
3: I don't know. <laughs> it was, it's been like centuries.
0: Well, I mean, it's like 20, 2135 or something. Really? Like that, twenty-one thirty-six, yeah, it's only like well, that. Seems a little ridiculous. Like a hundred and forty years in the future, which, yeah, we're not going to make it that long. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> y-
3: yeah. Or we will end up exactly like this.
0: It's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> Actually, this concept really isn't. Yeah. That. It isn't dumb that- Of a concept.
3: It really isn't. Yeah, and that. Kudos to the comic book writers on that one.
0: Right. I mean, it's very. It's also very cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. In in ways, and I I know there's probably young younger people out there who don't understand what cyberpunk is. Cyberpunk is just a gritty future. Yeah. Where there's a lot of technology and things like that. It's just a grim future. That's it's like a genre of yeah future storytelling.
3: Yeah. And there's the game Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Which is a pretty amazing representation of cyberpunk
0: also sure like this
3: and also like uh oh my god blade runner blade runner is a good example if you don't know but anyway i'm sure you guys know
0: listen to our blade runner episode yeah
3: listen to our blade runner episode we had a really funny bit at the end there <laughs> so uh yeah so rob schneider gets back and uh he's thrust in the middle of a block war just like two gangs fighting and He's hiding away, and then you get to see some judges, shoot some people, and then, oh, Judge Dredd shows up, Uh, and it was pretty B.A. when he just goes through the whole, like, building and just clears it, like, no issue. When he pulls up and he's standing there, and he's like, what are you hiding for? Like, he can, like, tell the caliber of gun that they're shooting, he's like, the effective range is only 200 meters, I'm 400 meters away, or
2: whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, and okay. So how about this? There's a black war, right? And there's a lot of gunfire. And this this part very is very Robocop. Yes, as far as like all these goons and crooks and stuff, they're kind of that over the topness. But I do I do like it though. I kind of I really like this part. <laughs> yeah, this part's really cool. And just how he has like the little tidy microphone pop out of his helmet, <laughs> and then it's like broadcasting out of his his bike. There's no way they would hear that. I could barely hear it on the TV. <laughs> yeah. And everything's just crazy loud, and it's just him, and it's all quiet. Yeah. But anyway.
3: So yeah, he goes through, and he, he clears out all the cook, the crooks and criminals, and he catches Rob Schneider hiding away in like a little robot, and sends him back off to jail. I,
0: I did like the robot. Yeah. Like selling recycled food. Yeah. And I had the Coors like, beer thing on top, like, turning around. Uh Uh-huh. I thought it was kind of neat.
3: Yeah, that was pretty cool. So then he gets sent away back to prison. You don't see him until, like, later in the movie. Yeah,
0: Judge Shredd gives him five years. Five years. So the judges in this, in case you're not aware, they're basically, like, if you sent out cops, but you take out the whole entire court system, and the cop alone dictates what the sentence is going to be for a criminal. When they are confronted or they arrest them or whatever. They can just dole it out right on the spot. Like it could be your sentence is death. Your sentence is like five years in prison. Whatever they decide, that's it. And as Judge Dredd says, I am the law. He is the law. Any judge is.
3: Yeah. I mean, they all have to follow like a code to it.
0: But it's up to them. It is up to
3: them. Yeah. So yeah, he he sends them off five years or whatever.
0: Oh, what do they call the guns that they have? Like the Peacekeeper? Peacemakers? Or something like that. Yeah. But it's a gun that's specifically coded to them. Nobody else can use one.
3: Mm -hmm. It's their DNA in the gun.
0: Yeah. And they don't know it's DNA at this point, though. But there is a guy who tries to use the gun and gets completely electrocuted. Yeah. (laughs) And that part was pretty awesome. Yeah. But they also can... Just, like, it's verbal commands, and it has different settings on it, which is completely ridiculous, but whatever.
2: Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's
3: pretty cool either it way. It doesn't matter. It's really like cool. Like, you can be
0: like, okay, I'm going to, like, grenade. And then the gun's like, grenade. and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You could just shoot a grenade out of it.
3: Yeah. No idea how that works. It, doesn't it does matter. not matter.
0: It does not matter. Because it is cool. I'm kind of all for I it. did
3: not understand when he, when he says uh, double whammy. and then the gun just shoots two projectiles at like what i can only assume is a fixed angle (laughs) so it seems very situational to use double whammy if you have two crooks lined up in the in the like the right angle to shoot but whatever
0: yeah and um at this point he kind of gets hooked up with uh judge hershey because her partner gets killed so they're just kind of together as partners now, I guess. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Um, I don't remember if this is the same character that is in the newer movie because he gets hooked up with a new partner too, female mm-hmm. partner. But I know like in that one, she's, his female sidekick is psychic. Yeah. And that's one thing in the, the comic book is that psychics are a pretty normal thing. And so they use them as judges. No psychic abilities
3: here. Didn't have time.
0: No. Ah, If I were going to do that.
3: Yeah. So, uh, there's some blah, blah, blah stuff that happens at the Academy.
0: Yeah, he's got to, like, go teach now. Yeah. Because his Max von Cedo's character, Judge Fargo, Mm -hmm. just because he's important, I guess we should acknowledge his name. He's like, hey, you'd be really good in the Academy, so why don't you teach? Because Judge Fargo, he seems
3: to be a lot... Uh, he, he's, he's a lot more chill and like lax when it comes to punishing criminals because like obviously Judge Dredd kills a lot because the story has to be interesting and, and all the other judges on the panel that he's like oh, this big board that they're sitting on they're all very like kind of gung-ho they're all very like crimes rising, these block wars are getting worse these rioters are getting worse let's just make the death sentence more acceptable. Start dishing out the death sentence more. And and Judge Fargo is the one that's like, no. Like, we really shouldn't do that. There's probably a better solution. And I think that's part of why he sent Judge Dredd to go help in the academy. Yeah. Just to be like, okay, enough street time for you. You killed like 20 people today. Because
0: as murderous as he is, he's also a lot more fair, apparently. It's not... Really shown, yeah, by any means, but it is alluded to that he is the best, yeah, because he's more just robotic about things. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have any friends. He doesn't really do much of anything outside of work, yeah, and he's just all about the law.
3: Like when he catches Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider was genuinely just hiding for his life, uh, and he's like, "Oh, why you can't be like tampering with uh." You know, vehicles or whatever, like robots, and that's why he got sent off to prison again. But Rob Schneider was like, "No, I'm, I was like legitimately just hiding. Like, w- what else was I going to do? Jump out the window, like the four-story window?" And John Schneider was like, "Yeah, that's not illegal. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what you should have done. You broke the law. So he is very robotic about. It. He doesn't let anyone go easy. He doesn't.
0: I don't understand where he knew that he that uh, Rob Schneider's character was involved." I don't get where he never saw him.
3: Well, it was just the fact that he was hiding in the robot is what was illegal.
0: I suppose, yeah, I guess, now that you put it that way. And that's where this is messed up. Like, this future is messed up. It is really messed up. It is really messed up. And it's it's just like, I don't know. I imagine, like, because this is all very ground level, and I'm guessing ground level is where it's the nastiest, because they did show when uh Rob Schneider was flying in on his flying taxi. Yeah. And he could see like a family playing at a pool or whatever on top of a skyscraper. Yeah. I'm guessing the higher you get up, the nicer it is. Yeah. It's and this the the bulk of this movie happens like street level to like maybe midway up uh-huh. Statue of Liberty high. That's yeah. Yeah. going.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, at the Academy when Judge Dredd is like talking to everybody, they kind of set up this little Chekhov's gun of the motorcycle they have there to test with that doesn't work very often.
0: Oh, the flying?
3: Yeah. The flying motorcycle. So it's really faulty, guys. Guys, it's really faulty. We'll make a point of pointing this out, it's really faulty. And then, it's around this time that we get introduced to what will be the villain of the story.
0: Who is locked away in the Aspen prison. Yes. With the auto guns, like, out on a... That really, was really cool. Really I cool. Like that.
3: that was so cool. They haven't, like, put in this room, and he's just on this, like, uh, little pad in the middle of this, like, little circular little metal...
0: You don't know how high up yeah. or how low it goes. You
3: don't know, but he's just out there. And then all around him are these massive auto cannons just fixed on him at all times. So one of the Judges goes in.
0: It's actually the warden.
3: The warden, yeah. The warden goes in to talk to him because he's got a little package for him. And they said this whole thing with like the voice commands, so like the warden comes in and he like says his name and the auto turret system has like a little ad two oh nine voice that comes on.
0: <laughs> it is very
3: Ed two oh nine. That's just like, oh, voice uh, recognized or whatever, and it deactivates the guns. And here we find out what's it. What's the villain's name? Do you want to? It's Rico. Rico. Yeah. Okay. So. And that's
0: that's who Armando Asante plays. And man, this dude is chewing it. Yeah, he's chewing yeah. the scenery every time. He had he's on. a fun
3: time with this movie, I bet.
0: Oh, without a doubt, you can just tell. Yeah, he like. He's he's good in this role. though. He is really good. I do like him as this, yeah. this character.
3: So he he the warden comes up to him and. Dump some exposition lines for the audience about how Rico, like, murdered a bunch of innocent people. You never truly find out what he did. It's only just said that he was just super evil. That He was in the academy at one point, mm-hmm. and he just turned on a bunch of people and killed them, I guess. So, uh, he gives him his, like, little package, and in the package is a a judge badge, and... And then a little tiny gun and then a picture of a reporter, like a very famous reporter in Mega City 1 who's been reporting on like how bad the block wars are getting and, you know, how judges maybe aren't that good. So Enrico shoots him, shoots a warden.
0: Yeah, the entire, like, the the thing containing the badge is the gun. Yeah, that's right. It's
3: pretty neat. Like, it folds out and shoots him. And then he shoots him in the throat and then... uh, the like auto turret like locks onto him again
0: because it doesn't recognize his voice <laughs> yeah because it doesn't
3: recognize cause it's all gurgling because his throat got shot yeah that was pretty fun so like it couldn't recognize him and then the guards run in or whatever and of course rico uh tosses one off the bottomless pit shoots the other one and then makes his you know grandiose escape so set that whole bit up those guards look pretty cool too yeah like the cape
0: Uh uh-huh and how they kind of have like the judge helmets but yeah yeah and you see them a lot and yeah yeah, that's the thing is like the production value on this isn't bad
3: yeah i like it i think those guys look cooler than the judges
0: i mean yeah there's lots of like even there's also the um like more like the judge security guards that come up later oh yeah and they kind of have the judge helmet but it's like all blocked off and it almost looks like the death star gunners Uh uh-huh where it's just like all black, but the bottom of the helmet juts out a little bit. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, those guys were super rad. And then the judges, I think, kind of look a little plasticky.
0: Everything looks a little plasticky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Gianni Versace designed Judge Dredd's costume. Versace? is credited, yeah. Versace.
3: For this movie. Yes. That is actually ridiculous.
0: And that is why there's a ridiculousness. Because the costumes in general, like I feel like it's a good adaption Mm -hmm. for the most part, Judge Dredd's aesthetic in the comics. I feel it's a good movie interpretation. Yeah. But there's something about this that is just as good as it is, it feels off. Mm -hmm. And this is why, because it feels very costumey. Yeah. And it, I get that they don't fit into the general aesthetic of this like gritty cyberpunk. and that is supposed world. to
3: be a juxtaposition but
0: right but in this movie it looks really off and that's a reason why is because it's almost too fancy uh-huh and it's everything is just like so snug and form-fitting and how they have like it's almost like a weird unitard thing yeah they have going on where it's like a wrestling singlet that they're wearing and everything just goes over it.
3: Yeah, like don't get me wrong, if I saw it at a convention I would think it's super cool. Like, and I don't think it's bad. No, it would definitely be like winning some awards.
0: But it definitely but feels weird. It just,
3: yeah, it feels very off. It doesn't feel like it fits in.
0: And I get like adapting it, the comic look to real life where I feel like jo- or uh, Dread in 2012 felt a lot more grounded. Oh,
3: very much so.
0: And it felt... It's it's weird how it's more grounded and yet ridiculous. It uh-huh. feels better than this. this yeah. is like it's too shiny in a way, mm-hmm. I guess is my beef with it. Yeah. Feels very if you saw it strutting down the runway, <laughs> like this is a new Versace look. You go, "Well, I don't understand high fashion." <laughs>
3: yeah, definitely. That's why I like the other troopers and judges more because they their appearances, I think, fit a lot better for the vision that they had for this movie. For sure. Where they had to adapt a comic design for the judges, obviously. Like, I could see a movie original judges design fitting a lot better for the world that they created. Again, not to disobey the judges' look, because they still look good. They just look weird. But anyway,
2: so... Yeah, I
0: mean, we couldn't... Like, a lot of people nitpick the helmet, how it doesn't have, like, the weird thing. It doesn't have that, that little cross part of the red oh yeah it comes down on the visor and it's like what do you okay that's
3: you're nitpicking
0: i get it like yeah it is part of the it is iconic helmet and it makes sense to have that but i also understand that people need to walk around in this in life yeah and do action scenes and stunt work. well it doesn't
3: matter because they just take it off right away anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't argue that
3: yeah for as much as they went through designing these Judge costumes, they sure don't wear them a lot. Yeah, Rico sneaks into Mega City 1, I guess in like a body bag.
0: There's no guessing about it, that's how he gets in. Like, he gets in a body <laughs> bag,
3: so for some reason they were bringing bodies back to Mega City 1, and not just like throwing them in the wasteland or whatever. <laughs> right, like, like why, why did you just- Why'd you bring them back, throw them in, in the in incinerator? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, we're just gonna lay them out here under the loading dock, it's weird.
0: It's a stretch. It is. Whatever. Whatever He gets into Mega City 1. Movie needs to happen. I'm sure there's a lot of weird bureaucratic red tape that's developed where, yeah, you probably need to bring all your corpses back.
3: Yeah. So he goes to, like, this pawn shop. This guy working. Lots of guns. Yeah, lots of guns. Lots of weird future stuff they just threw in there. Pretty cool set. Uh, There's one really cool thing there we'll talk about in a second. Uh, (laughs) So... He's like, oh, I'm Rico, I'm here for whatever. The guy takes him in the back for his package that he had delivered there. And inside the package for Rico, the package is a judge's uniform. And it's Dred's uniform, specifically.
0: Yeah, his badge is in it.
3: Yeah, and then a gun to a, a peacemaker, or peacekeeper, whatever it is. One of the guns is in there, too. We should
0: know that, but we don't. But we don't. So, Dongles, the, uh, you're, just gonna, you're probably screaming.
3: Yeah. We'll call it the gun that talks.
0: (laughs) A choose your own adventure gun. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. So he gets all this like judge's gear. And then he looks over and there is what is one of the coolest looking big robot guys that dude has in the pawn shop. And I see you have it pulled up here. What's the name of him?
0: Um, Okay. So it's the ABC Warrior. I think that it's credited as Hammerstein. Hammerstein, that's and yeah, apparently they were used like in during some type of war scenario. They're basically just big, giant, hulking robots, and the practicalness of this yes cannot be understated. Because I know that they they wanted to like make it so it was a dude in a suit, and the director was like, "No, this needs to be like a practical robot." and it doesn't always work but for 1995 this thing is fantastic
2: yeah
3: it's really cool so yeah he looks at it and he's like hey does that thing still work and he goes oh you like are you leaving allowed to have that And guy's like oh you can have it as long as it doesn't work yeah anyway rico kills the guy i guess oh yeah because dude was like no don't touch that 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 uh, gun that talks that little peacemaker thingy because it'll zap you because you don't have the dna and he picks it up anyway and somehow it doesn't kill him and then he shoots the dude yeah so what was that work? Oh, we'll get to it
0: I mean at this point in time during the movie you can kind of figure it out because Judge Dredd talks about how he had a friend once yeah he had a friend once yeah and he turns uh, out crying yeah what, what happened,
2: happened to him, to him? I, I had to judge him. <laughs>
0: That was good. That was I, actually, like, that. Yeah, that I was... like that. I like oh.
3: that. I was... I was... I'm kind of surprised myself <laughs> on that one.
0: You even were like... Dongles at home. There was even like a little tear in his eye. <laughs> he did it better than Stallone. I'm going to say it right now. Better than Stallone. Uh, you know, okay. Here's the thing too with this. And that's part of the reason why I'm kind of like all giddy about this episode. Mm-hmm. Is we did... Um, over the top for father's day with special guest, my daughter, Connor, and we had a blast. That was one of the most
3: fun times I've had. It was
0: seriously like the best time. Uh And we were just stalloning it up left and right. And that episode is lost to time. It just vanished technical issues and it just didn't happen. And it's easy for us to say that it was our best episode ever. And it was so funny. You should have been there. Yeah. Oh, you can't hear it. No, seriously. It was,
3: there's probably some Russian hacker out there laughing (laughs) listening to it over and over again.
0: And yeah, well, anyways, (laughs) so
3: Stallone is a bit of a key figure.
0: Yeah. So you get the idea through story that Rico is also a judge. He's the the guy.
3: He's the friend. Yes. But yeah so then he looks at the robot and to fix this robot that you can only have if it doesn't work like make sure it doesn't work because these things are horrible killing machines he opens up a little hat a little little panel on its head and then just like sparks like two wires together
0: <laughs> yeah wires a kill bot
3: yeah and then it just works it just turns back on a little smoke comes out from the wires and it reactivates super cool did you
0: notice there was a second one
3: Oh no, I didn't. There's
0: there's another one in the background. He could have had two.
3: Shit, he would have won.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that other one was complete or not, but yeah.
3: Had, it was missing those wires on top of its head. I mean, that's pretty man.
0: cool. It would be like I, I wouldn't mind mucking about with one of these guys. Oh totally. Just well, obey your every command.
3: Yeah. So yeah, now we have Rico, super evil, ex judge, now has a giant terminator thing on his on his side. And then you see that famous reporter guy and he's like talking to his wife and the wife is like, oh, we got to be careful with this stories. They might come on and get you. You know, like this isn't this isn't just about the game. This this includes the judges and like the whole police system that this goes against them. And the guy's like, yeah, because they're evil. Like I'm going to report on it anyway. Yeah. He goes, I got to crack That's this case job. This is important. Journalist. He's a very good journalist. And the door opens and it's none other than Judge Dredd, wink, wink, and Judge Dredd, wink, wink, pulls out his little gun that talks, and he just shoots the reporter and his wife and kills them.
0: Oh, yeah. So, right away, there's no wasting time in this hitting the major judge He panel. gets the badge in one
3: and... day and just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the fact that the council... Immediately is, well, all right, he deserves a trial because clearly he, Judge Dredd, murdered yeah, this got, reporter. Yeah, they got grainy
3: footage of the door open. You hear the, the reporter guy go, Dredd, or whatever, say his name. gets <laughs> away.
0: Yeah, and obviously he did not commit this crime. Obviously. But to them, they're like, yeah, no problem. He gets... Judge Hershey, his partner, to like uh, be basically his lawyer in this trial, and I will say this: this is where it all starts coming down. Yes, and the BS of the society where he does not get instantly judged, he gets an actual trial. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. This is some. This is some BS right here. <laughs> this is where the hypocrisy of the entire system is laid out Mm -hmm. because there's no instant judgment for him
3: he's a judge
0: yeah special treatment here oh come on now and then they're gonna they even talked about trying to cover it up it just happened to be too big to cover up yeah they wanted to cover it up
3: that means that they're totally open to just covering it up yeah huh huh Wonder if
0: they're huh huh it's a good thing none of that happens in our society i know we're right really oh, we're really lucky oh it's that a good thing we're living yeah. in the past mm-hmm. yeah and not not this yeah. present of this movie because man that would be terrible that would be awful. if somebody who say was like i don't know a cop for our time because uh-huh. they're not judges it, could just
3: be, be a cop, kick
0: in somebody's door and shoot them and you know get away with it
3: that'd be pretty awful
0: yeah just cover it up uh, i wouldn't know. want
3: to live in a country where that sort of thing happens
0: me neither. So it's a good thing we don't, because we live in the United States of America. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, trial happens. Hershey proves a very good point of anything. Like, it's it could easily be manipulated digitally. Yeah. Because look at this footage. It sucks. They're projecting it six feet tall and, like, nine feet wide, and it looks terrible.
3: It's like 140p. If that. Yeah.
0: It's grainy AF.
3: Yeah, this is the future. Come on now.
0: Mm, yeah. we do not
3: have better cameras?
0: Especially for a home security system. That guy is a famous reporter.
3: Your local 7-Eleven has better security cams than this super futuristic rich apartment.
0: Yeah, and your local 7-Eleven's cam sucks. <laughs> That's grainy. <laughs> this is like big round bubble pixels just bouncing around. It's not even static yeah anyway
3: anyway so yeah they prove and then they like there's a random cadet kid also that like studied
0: who knows photoshop who knows yeah he knows photoshop
3: <laughs> he took an accelerated class in uh
0: photoshop yeah
3: like in adobe
0: <laughs> that's basically it's yeah not it's not what it is but that's it's basically that what, is. what it is. He, is he
3: probably would sniffle and ah, <laughs> i'm actually better at illustrator
0: well, actually, you can see here on uh, the clipping mask. <laughs> like, what they did is they 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 put it on and then they feathered it a little too much. I shouldn't even do that. I'm making fun of myself at yeah. this point.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, and that all that kid really says is, yeah, it could have been faked.
0: <laughs> and that's good enough.
3: Yeah, and the judges are like, oh... Hey, hold on.
0: Fair point, though, because, yeah. yeah, obviously, you can't prove from that video. And that if it's it, yeah. Judge
3: Dredd, he's like the best of the best. Like, Yeah,
0: spaghetti lips and sp- chin would be shown. Yeah. Even in that shadow.
3: <sighs> but then there's a revelation. There's a gasp in the courtroom.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, because the prosecution has a little something up their sleeve. Yeah. that Nobody knew about.
3: Apparently, somehow. So the way that the little guns that talk work is, whenever a bullet is fired from them, before it is fired, a strip of their DNA code is imprinted onto the bullet, and so when they analyze the DNA on the bullets that shot the reporter and, and his wife, it's Judge
0: Dredd's. So unless you're dumb, there's only one possible. Scenario <laughs> <for this. laughs> but the movie is gonna wait to tell you
3: yeah yeah can't figure it out hey they really didn't give you much for this mystery
0: it doesn't take a lot to figure it out it really doesn't
3: so all the judges all the high-ranking judges go back and judge fargo is talking to the, what is easily the super evil judge that is definitely going to be the really evil yeah. one.
0: I mean, Jürgen Prochnow is playing him, so there's only one conclusion you can come to, one, the German guy, <laughs> who clearly has probably like made a career out of playing Nazis. Yeah. And whose who's German accent he's trying to hide throughout this entire movie, and he it just keeps slipping out constantly.
3: So the Judge Fargo is like, okay, hey, uh, Judge Dredd is like my best student, and I really don't want him to die, obviously, so I am going to retire as a judge, and I'd like my final request to be that you spare Judge Dredd's life.
0: Which is, in their system... Like, whatever his last judgment is before he retires, they have to honor. Yeah. And then he has to take the long walk to where when a judge retires, they go out into the scorched earth, they're given a gun, and it's like, just go lay some law out in the lawless land <laughs> that's yeah.
3: devastated. Yeah. Which really makes no sense.
0: I, I, it, like, I it think it does. It does, I, it does because it, they're seasoned. And they've done it all at this point. But man, ultimately you're just like, hey, geezer, go yeah, out there with a gun you, and try to just tame, tame the, the wild out Tame the wild, yeah. More on that later. Yeah.
3: So, he retires or whatever, and...
0: <laughs> they do just ship him out. They,
3: yeah. Leather
0: and, duster and all.
3: Yeah. And then evil judge dude is like, oh, that was your final request? Nah. We're gonna send him off to... Whatever prison it was,
0: but what we didn't get was the whole Mitch McConnell blocking the next judge to be appointed to the council. I'm sorry. I had to, like I had to say it because that's some bullshit that is. yeah,
2: that is some bullshit. that yeah, is,
0: and you know what? I'd expect that out of this twenty one thirty something future, yeah. that is terrible. There
3: are just more Mitch McConnells.
0: not not a couple years ago. Damn it all. More on Mitch McConnell later. <laughs> He's everybody in the scorched earth. Right? I
3: feel bad for any any like foreign listeners right now that like don't really know much about American politics.
0: I'm sorry, I'm going off on these tangents.
3: So, I mean, this movie is a big like representation.
0: I'm having a lot of fun with this. Yeah, thing. honestly, I am. Yeah, and it really has not a lot to do with the fact that I haven't drank <laughs> in a while.
3: So, Judge Dredd then has to go off on this little tiny prison ship.
0: He's getting flown out to Aspen. Yeah,
3: he's getting flown out to Aspen. And when he's sitting on the little transport vehicle, who does he end up sitting next to? But Rob Schneider. So, yeah, Rob Schneider's all like, Oh, fancy meeting you here. Like, what are you here for? And he's like, Oh, I was wrongly convicted. (laughs) and rob snyder is like oh funny how that works huh but but what about me like wasn't i like wasn't it wrong for me to you know be arrested and judge red's like the law is never wrong and
0: then there's a guy behind them with a huge scar on his face who looks pretty ba yeah who's picking up on this conversation too yeah and is not Realizes Andy. who not not cool with a judge being on this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and so Rob Shire brings up a good point. He's like, "Well, oh, if the law's never wrong, then what are you doing here?" And it, it kind of gets those cogs a turn in that big old meat brain. So a criminal guy behind him picks the little s- seatbelt thingy
0: because he had a knife on him.
3: Yeah, somehow I don't know how in their future. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like.
0: I feel I feel in this type of future, though, as advanced as things are, it, and that's kind of the thing with cyberpunk, you're super advanced, but you're also just, like, you don't develop certain technologies that we have in real life Yeah, as time has moved on since, like, cyberpunk became a thing, so it's kind of interesting. It's, like, forwards yet backwards. It's like a Star Wars, basically. Yeah. Where, like, oh, you can have, like, this amazing technology, but also we're... We're also backwards
3: yeah or like an alien how they still have like old monitors and stuff like that that's a great example of that but yeah so he like the criminal guy gets his arm around tread and is like gonna cut him or whatever and he's like holding him back barely and then on the ground in the scorched earth we're introduced to
0: the mitch mcconnell's the mitch
3: mcconnell's (laughs) there's a (laughs) group of like weird creepy inbred inbred hooky
0: okay so the one guy the one guy with like the weird lip thing going Uh on he's like hey pa i get it but at the same time it's a little too over the top southern accent of these are dumb people yeah there's plenty of smart people with southern accents out there
3: i've never met them (laughs) (laughs) but yes i'm sure they're out there
0: it feels, like, so over the top of this. Yeah. Because it's like, you're still, like, by New York. Yeah. Like, they're not that far away. They no. just
3: left. A couple miles.
0: <laughs> right. They're, they're no further than 10 miles away from Mega City 1. Yeah. When this happens. Because they had to fly low because of a storm. Uh-huh. And that's how they get noticed. But, yeah, it is basically just southern inbred stereotypes. killing hey paw.
3: Yeah. So they're like, oh, yay, you know, God is gracious today, or whatever. it's be some religious nonsense. And then pull a little rocket launcher. And they shoot it at the transport craft. And he gets shot down in a very large and devastating looking explosion. Like, no survivors kind of looking explosion.
0: It's well armored, though. Well armored, yeah. I, but, like, I, wings, I guess I would give it that. The
3: wings are completely blown off. Catches fire, tumbles. So
0: they send out like um, the because they must have gotten word that that craft
2: didn't show was up, sh-
0: shot down. Yeah, and so they send out like the the guys that I said looked like uh, Death Star gunners. Yeah, like just black, faceless cannon fodder guys. Yeah, <laughs> to go investigate, and they get on there, and the only two people are gone are Dread and Rob Schneider mm-hmm. who you know what I don't know who his character's name is I don't know either he's and just Rob Schneider he's just
3: Rob Schneider can, that's the only thing I see him as anyway he, he
0: can't be anybody other than Rob Schneider yeah in anything that he plays yeah he's always just Rob Schneider
3: but yeah so they, they show up and they're the only two gone oh fancy that and then they see that like one of the pilots is still alive and how
0: one of the pilots is alive because like one of the guards fell down mm-hmm during the scuffle and everything, yeah, and like completely shot everybody in front of him because this gun was just going off. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, so the guard, the the death trooper or Death Star, whatever fodder guy calls in, and he's like, "Sir, I found there's there's still a, a one alive." And evil, not German judge guy is is all like no there are no survivors if you get what i mean wink wink (laughs) wink yeah and so fodder guy shoots the pilot then we catch up with rob schneider and judge dread and they're in a church it looks like or no it's like a courthouse maybe
0: it is i i didn't notice it until later with this whole location but apparently yeah it's like a courthouse because
3: because themes
0: oh it rhymes it, it rhymes um, it's like poetry
3: <laughs> so yeah they're hung up their hands are all tied up and they're hung up on some like beam or whatever and here we're just introduced rope. I, I didn't yeah, appreciate just rope, just rope because... yeah. that would hurt what? that would hurt and we're introduced like the full family which is uh, the father figure.
0: The super ultra southern son yeah. for no reason who sounds way more southern than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> With the weird lip.
3: Yeah. And then there's just like a normal kind of, not normal, but like a more normal like brother guy. And then there is the complete standout super cyborg beefed up scary brother.
0: Mean Machine. Mean Machine. Is his name. I don't even know if they say it in
3: that. I don't know either.
0: But man.
3: This guy's super cool. Super cool.
0: At this point in time, you may have checked out of the movie. But with Mean Machines around. Yeah. you He it grabs your attention. Yeah. And, oh, Chef's Kiss to this design too. It is it is good. I love it.
3: Yeah. It's, it's very guar.
0: It's just stitched up frankenstein cyborg just big giant robot arm uh-huh weird thing on his head with a dial on it that can change his mood Duh. super
3: cool and it's it does, so good it does I, not fit I in love it does not fit in with the other brothers
0: i don't know if this guy's in the comics but he definitely feels like he would be in a comic yeah yeah dongles if me machine was in a comic Start an email, <laughs> save it as a draft, and never pay attention to it again. Because we don't care. We don't
3: care. That's right.
0: <laughs> we we care about you. Yeah, not that.
3: Email. Just not about what you have to say. <laughs> That's a lie.
0: <laughs> I'm cutting that part out. Yeah, you could say it's a lie all you want. I'm cutting it out.
3: And then, so the brothers or whatever the family has like this talk, and. I really do like Rob Schneider in this scene because he's like super in agreement with them. He's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. You know, he's all like way <laughs> yeah. really nice free, trying to get out the Lord. Yeah. He's just
0: all with it. Yeah. Whatever they want to hear.
3: And of course, Dredd is being all like, oh, you break the law. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dredd is all talking some smack and Rob, of course, is like, he cut it out. Like, quit that. But Rob gets cut down, and he's all happy. He's like, "Oh yay!" You know, thinking he he is gonna live or whatever. And then Dread tells him that, "Oh, they're cannibals." Gasp! I mean, what else would you eat out there?
0: Um, you would definitely eat Rob Schneider first. Why is that? Why is that? Because you have the meteor guy. I mean, yeah, you could probably just like you could turn Stallone into a lot of jerky yeah you really could but you're gonna want some of that fresh meat so you're gonna to want to eat the little guy first okay save your big guy for later
3: here's my question
0: not so, that i know anything about cannibalism
3: so why wouldn't they just bring in any of the bodies from the crash like yeah it's not as fresh for sure don't get me wrong but if that's all that you're eating out there you want a little stockpile.
0: Well, there's a perverted torture aspect that goes into it. Because I suppose once you get a little fear into your victim, uh-huh. like you get some of that blood pumping through. Yeah, you, and that really adds to the flavor. I see. Not that I would know.
3: Not that you know anything. No. But yeah, of course, dread is able to slip out of the the rope, and a fight ensues, and the fight. It's a pretty fun fight because I mean. Dredd doesn't have, like, a gun. He doesn't have his little gun that talks, so it's all very hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. I like a lot it. of
0: headbutting headbutting going yeah. on.
3: Yeah, I like it when... Oh, what's his name? The cyborg dude? Mean Machine. Mean Machine. Like, when Mean Machine starts, like, getting all loud and rowdy, and Dred is just, like, shut up or whatever and, like, turns the dial on his head. <laughs> but, yeah, so the fighting uh, dies down... And Dred, of course, wins. And then, right as right as the fighting's done, who walks in? Oh, and saves Dred's life, by the way. But uh, Judge Fargo, who was sent off in the wasteland just by coincidence. Guess right. ran into him.
0: But he also just gets a big old knife through his gut right behind. away from Me Machine, who right everybody away. thought was like out of commission. Yeah. But then still manages to hang around long enough to give all the important mm-hmm. dialogue that needs to happen.
3: Yeah. So after Dry defeats, officially defeats Mean Machine, it's sit down for a little heart to heart.
0: Which a lot of this information that's spewed out at this time is also given from the opposing point of view, yeah. like the villain side. Yeah. But I mean, I would have to say that all the real important bits are from Judge Fargo
3: yeah and basically how what he says is that Judge Dredd didn't have a family he didn't have parents like he was led to believe I think he, he he was told that his parents just died or whatever yes and he had and, like photo of them
0: and Fargo kind of raised them
3: yeah but Fargo's like no you never had any parents you were a collection of DNA from everybody on the High Council uh, perfectly mixed together to make the perfect judge, and you were lab-grown and raised. So your life kind of meant a lie. And, of course, Dredd is very taken aback by this.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Project Janus was the name of it. I don't know what any significance that name is. Yeah, has. it's, just a, it's just a name. If it means anything, I don't care.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh no... <laughs> oh no, Judge! life is a
0: lie. And they didn't make just one. They made two. They made two. Gee, can you guess who it is? Yeah. Maybe the other guy who's ginormous in this movie. Who would, I don't know, maybe be the perfect foil for Judge Dredd?
3: And also maybe have his DNA? Who was also a judge? And was his friend?
0: Oh. Perhaps it's, I don't know, Rico?
3: Yeah. But then, of course, Dredd is all mad because now not only did he judge his friend, he also judged, in a weird way, his brother.
0: And he's also seeing his father die. Yeah. And around the same time, I think, is when Photoshop Kid and Hershey discover this whole thing, too. Like, it's all kind of coming together at once. Yeah. Where they analyze the photo and he runs it through his reverse photoshop machine which i can tell you right now is some bs total bs because like it it looks like okay the digitization on the mortal Kombat games that's what it looks like yeah and, and so it's like beep, beep 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 oh we've eliminated the baby's the only real thing the parents aren't real and it's just like, beep, beep 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 and then it It becomes like this really poorly generated CG lab behind Digitized Baby. And it all looks very Mortal Kombat 2. I'm not lying if you haven't seen this.
3: It's really bad. It's laughable.
0: It is is super bad. And the one thing that I will say this. So help me God. If serif fonts become a thing in your anti-Photoshop software in the future...
3: Oh. you should start a podcast of you complaining about fonts. I
0: could, I could seriously do it. Yeah. I just, Ooh, man, I've got opinions and they're strong <laughs> on a daily basis. I hold a lot in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I'm just, it's like, man, you bust out a font in front of me. I'm judging it.
3: To so make your own font.
0: I am the, I'm like judge dread for fonts. Yeah, you are. Only I can't kill certain fonts. Bleeding Cheek Cowboys up. would have died a long time ago.
3: What about Comic Sans? That's always the most Comic popular.
0: Comic Sans? Oh, man. A, a very long time ago. Like decades. Yeah. yeah. I get it has it has innocent roots, but it turned evil over time. And, and
3: there is this off topic completely. There <laughs> Go is for it. there is this uh, big rug that they put out at my high school in front of all the doors and all it said was uh sphs in big red comic sans on the rug so that was just some guy who sat down to order the rugs and just typed sphs in comic sans and i i walked on that every day my welcome to that school was comic sans
0: i hopped on facebook and I saw one of my friends, who will remain unnamed, was having a conversation with another person about fonts, and somehow the font the papyrus came up because of Lamb of God, and I proceeded in my font opinions while full of alcohol, laid it out there, not realizing that said friend definitely has connections with Lamb of God personally, and I've thought about it ever since then, of odds are they were just kind of ribbing the guy from, or anybody from the band, and I might have talked a lot of smack that Lamb of God personally saw. So, yikes. But honestly, So you're saying
3: Lamb of God God,
0: Yeah, you Yeah. For what? They're, the name of the band... On all of their albums. Really? It's papyrus. Really? Have you not noticed?
3: I mean, I don't really listen to Lamb of God.
0: Have you not noticed? It's Papyrus. <sighs> really, dudes? Papyrus. If anybody from Lamb of God is listening, I get why you used it, but man. They should have used
3: a uh, bold impact font. <laughs> it,
0: would, it wouldn't work. No. It wouldn't work. No. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I get why they used it, but. Uh. It's bad. Yeah. Anyway. fun talk aside. <laughs> fun talk
3: aside. Back to Judge Dredd. Yeah, so right his emotional talk with not dad, kinda dad, is like wrapping up. Some more fodder troopers come in and it's a bit of a confusing bit because Dredd is just really okay. Doesn't even really think about it and just kills them. Like, it doesn't really add up. You think that he would have had like pause? he cares so much about the police force. And they're just following orders. To those people, he's- an no es-
0: different than he was. He is
3: literally an escaped criminal who killed one of the most famous reporters in Mega City One.
0: And, for all they know, killed a retired judge. They don't yes. know. They yes. have no information on this.
3: And they are mercilessly gunned down. But that's besides the point. Yeah, Don't worry about that.
0: Because he and Rob Schneider have to get in.
3: Yeah, they have to get back They're to Mega City back. One. And of course Mega City One isn't you, you can't just walk in and out of it. There's a big wall. There's a big wall. There's a big wall. Uh <laughs> so the only way that they can get in
0: is, is where the wall farts fire. Is
3: where it farts fire. It's like their incinerator. Every thirty
0: seconds, a poof of hot flaming poo gas comes out.
3: Yeah. So they have thirty seconds to run in. And the tread mentions that there was like a group of like, there was like immigrants that tried sneaking in that way, and Rob Schneider is like, "Oh, but they made it, right?" And Dred's like, "No, but the theory checks out." <laughs> I did like that line. Fair enough. Yeah, it was funny. So they run in, and of course they. I
0: say, hang on, I, I I will say this: Rob Schneider and Stallone do have good chemistry. They together. do. They certainly do. They do. Yeah, and. Stallone really wanted Rob Schneider in that role, like he advocated for it. Apparently, huh?
3: Well, I'm glad he got it because they do have really good chemistry. And this
0: and this is a good time for Rob Schneider. 1996 is good Rob Schneider. 2022 not good Rob Schneider time. I guess back then maybe we didn't care about vaccines as much. We took them for granted. Like, yeah, you get them. And Rob Schneider. I'm not saying just. COVID vaccine denier. He's just anti vax all the way. Oh. So I guess good on you. Sticking to your guns, dude. What a time to be alive for Rob Schneider, I yeah, guess.
3: Yeah. I didn't know that. Whatever.
0: Yeah. But back in this time, though, like, and I, I look back on this with, you know, the, the eyes of the past of like, he's not doing a bad job in this.
3: I, Pretty funny.
0: Yeah. It gets to be a bit much later on.
3: Towards the end of the film, definitely.
0: Yeah, because as you pointed out, there's no real reason for him to be around. Absolutely no reason. There's not. And they just... He is around. He's just there. He is around, and it really kind of...
3: Does he do, like, important things? He does, like, two important things. That helps the group out, but...
2: Yeah.
0: So it needs to be said here, I guess, since we're on this topic, Rob Schneider being in this movie, is that... Stallone really wanted more humor in this movie, and he really pushed that there was more funny bits in it. so when you're watching this movie and you go it's like especially Reno Schneider, like there's a little too much of them later on. uh-huh, understand that was probably not the intent going in when this movie was being made. And that's also, like, part of the problem is, like, the director had a very gritty, dark view on things, and and I feel like it's not lost on this movie, but there definitely is a little too much humor.
2: You can't have both.
0: There needs to be a good balance. Yeah. And it definitely, like, starts to skew in this movie. And here's the thing, too, is that there were reshoots that were done because... Stallone wanted things his way and he butted heads with the director a lot and the director was not there for the reshoots. I don't know what they are. And now give the movie credit for that, I guess.
3: That's scary. Uh.
0: <laughs> and he was not allowed to be there either. Oh. They were done without him and without his knowledge. He was so if you ever think about this movie and you go oh you know what it was a little too campy probably why that's probably why i can see the the dark humor in a lot of parts of this like the RoboCopy things that we've talked about and stuff Uh uh-huh and i get that it probably would have been a better movie without a lot of the comedy yeah it gets a little stale after a while especially like you said why is he still around
3: just for comedic relief
0: mostly yeah. yeah like you said he does like maybe one or two things anybody could have done yeah it's done off screen yeah it's not important judge yeah. dread could definitely have the knowledge to achieve or even anybody else that he's associated with like judge hershey anybody could have done extra stuff that rob schneider does and i got a feeling that's where it is
3: that's a very that's a very good theory that would make a lot of sense
0: yeah because, oh my god, I didn't even think about it. Stallone was in another future cop movie a couple just a couple years before this. He was in Demolition Man.
3: Oh yeah.
0: You've seen Demolition Man. I have you? not, but oh I have yeah. oh, Dongles strap in. I'm gonna say this right now. We're doing it next month.
3: Okay, because I've seen
0: We're doing it next month. Nope, just...
3: I've listened to podcasts on it, and that is all that I have gotten from it, so...
0: What do you say?
3: Oh, well, of course.
0: We're setting it up right now. March, Demolition Man. Okay. All right, no more to be said about that. I'm going to cut myself off right there. Carry on, son.
3: What do the shells do? What do the shells
0: do? Well, you have to watch the movie.
3: Even then, I don't... Yeah, I guess I'll have to watch the movie. We'll talk about, we'll talk about the shells. <laughs> but yeah, so they... Well, anyway, back to the movie. After they sneak in... Oh, there's all the bit with the villain. So, like, uh, evil German judge dude, he wants to restart the, the whole, like, growing babies in tubes program because he, he feels like it's best. So, in order...
0: And they're killing off. Yeah, they're, they're intentionally they're
3: going around... Killing judges. Killing judges. There's like 96 judges. And they're blaming
0: them. it on street crime. Yeah. Even though they're assassinating them.
3: Yeah. And even uh, Judge Hershey barely escapes, getting blown up.
0: And you also get to see the
3: cool robot uh, kill some judges, which is pretty fun.
0: Yeah. He's got guns in his hands. Yeah. It's pretty neat.
3: Yeah. it's pretty neat. <laughs> so yeah they're going around killing all these judges so he's like hey how about we just start growing some babies and they're like no that program has kind of ended and also we can't even grow them in time like that took us a long time to grow just two how are we going to grow a bunch and he's like well what if i told you we could just grow a bunch really fast and they can so they go through and they do it
0: yeah accelerated growth yeah so they can be done in what did they say eight hours yeah holy attack of the clones batman did george lucas watch this <laughs> well it's like Dr- poetry <laughs> <laughs> i just give him kermit points.
3: what if uh <laughs> what if all these uh what if all these clone doctors had really long necks
0: what we need here is the oh,
3: suboba. <laughs> he's
0: he's got uh his hands are feet but his feet are hands he throws a wrench? He's is not a good guy.
3: I miss our uh, two truths and a lie, Star Wars. <laughs> that was good.
0: Well, I guess we need to do something else, Star Wars, and we can bring it back. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, anyway, so yeah, they go through the accelerated growth plan, and there's one bit that doesn't make any sense. So they're like, okay, what do we use as a base for the DNA? Oh, we'll use all of the... We'll use a collection of DNA from all the members... Of the council,
0: which they already have on file, which
3: they already have on file because that's exactly what they used for the previous batch of Rico and Dread. Rico then goes against their decision and instead uses his own DNA, (laughs) and this is a very big deal. Rico using his own DNA for the little test tube babies,
0: which is just the same DNA. whatever they picked out earlier it's
3: the same thing
0: i guess maybe he's like i'm the sociopath in this scenario so i want them all to be like me but it's still
3: just the same dna cuz dread has the same dna
0: it's the, they're the exact same they person are, yeah. technically speaking yeah they are the same person and do they appear to be brothers absolutely i buy My, him as brothers
3: i buy him as brothers
0: I completely buy them as yeah. brothers. And it's so weird that I do. But the whole time, because I went into this and whatever preconceived notions I had of this movie, I really gave it a shot. Uh-huh. And I got to admit, I didn't get it before. And this time I did, I was like, oh, they're totally brothers. Mm-hmm. They're totally like the same DNA. I like that they didn't make them the exact same guy. Uh Uh-huh. And because they could have easily done that, like put Stallone through some type of prosthetic or something. Yeah. Which missed opportunity in some ways. But at the same time, I've liked that the same DNA did not make the exact same person. They were still differences.
3: That being that being said, okay. Rico using his own DNA (laughs) is still one of the dumbest things in this movie because it's still the same DNA.
0: And the DNA extractor.
3: Oh, Lord. So, you took a DNA test. Right. You took a little little ancestry. I spit in a tube. You spit in a tube, (laughs) and they figured out where your family roots are. I am
0: 73% German, pretty much. Just slightly under that. I'm surprised I'm not 80.
3: Yeah.
0: I am so German.
3: very German. So... In order to extract DNA in the super future, there's like he puts his arm as like big machine like.
0: Okay, let me interrupt you. Okay, this this isn't really a thing for your age group. Uh Maybe you know because it was probably at Walmart when you were a kid. The blood pressure.
3: Oh, I remember that. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's like the evil
0: version of the blood pressure test at your local Walmart. What happened to those? Too many kids fucking around in them. Really? I'm sure sure they had to deal with that. Because you know what I did as a kid? I was goofing around them all the time. We were climbing on them, sticking our arms in. (laughs) It's getting poofy on my arm.
3: Yeah, so it's like one of those, but four gigantic needles come down and stab into your arm and draw out a lot of blood.
0: I spit into a tube. You spit into a tube. (laughs) i don't see how that's any better than spitting into a tube
3: i guess it's what they need to extract the exact same dna as what they were going to use hey
0: the weird backward science it's somehow futuristic but also very backwards i
3: i guess so i think they just wanted a cool thing
0: yeah and and it was pretty cool i guess
3: it wouldn't have been cool if it was like i'm gonna use my own dna just hold on
0: hang on (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah. Do you have a swab?
0: <laughs> we can extract it from my feces. And he puts the little plastic hat under on the toilet yeah. seat. And then he just drops a turd in there and he's like, hang on a second. And then he's gotta take the little spoon and he's gotta like scrape up a bit of the poop. And then he's gotta put that in a cup.
3: And it turns out all the clones have colon cancer.
0: If the talking box only knew.
3: Cola guard.
0: Let's move on. Why are we doing this? Why?
3: We've been on this for a while now.
0: I've, I'm having a lot of fun. Though. Yeah. I really am. It's just good, clean fun.
3: Back to the good guys. So Dred and Rob uh, go back to Dred's apartment. Was it Dred's apartment that they go to? It's either Dred's or it's her...
0: I don't know. I think I'm, it's I'm spacing Hershey's? it out.
3: Maybe it's Hershey's.
0: Was she there? She was there. Yes. Was it all destroyed?
3: It was all destroyed.
0: Was it? Maybe it was her place. Because they tried to kill her, right? Because they knew that she was onto the Photoshop. Somebody's been reverse photoshopping baby pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because she? She accessed the the files on Rico. Yeah. Yeah. She also internet. scanned the and photo. It got, yeah. And when she did that, she was. She was doxxed. They took all her... Yeah. Yeah.
3: But yeah, so they they all meet up and they're like, oh no, a bad guy is going to do the thing, I guess. I don't really know how they... I don't remember how they like, know.
0: One of the fun things about this whole bad guy scenario is the doctor involved, the one woman... Yeah. Who... I mean, I guess she probably knew of the program or was hired to work on it because she knew genetics or whatever. Whatever. But she goes from just being a doctor to just being evil really Between scenes. She's just, like, she just two feet in. Mm -hmm. Just went for it. I'm evil now. Gotta give her credit for that, really. I mean, I think she saw potential in progress of moving up the corporate ladder
3: yeah and she doesn't care if a bunch of criminals down below die or innocents below die
0: oh very true
3: yeah so they start their little plan of sneaking in which oh wait did the chase happen before this that whole chase scene
0: yes because they have to get to the statue of liberty where the cloning is all happening okay
3: we'll get to that
0: But yeah, there is this chase scene.
3: Yeah, because Dredd and Rob had to sneak into the big judge building academy thing. The headquarters. Where, like, Dredd knocks out a guard and starts taking off his uniform. And Rob's like, oh god, we don't have time for this. I did
0: kind of like that joke. joke Because he was, like, right on top of him. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah.
3: Rico kills... All of the board members, because he's like, ah, because he can, yeah, he's like, ah, I'm evil, kills them. That's when Dread comes in, and he's like, oh, all mad at him.
0: Well, oh, I had to kill all these judges.
3: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and then Rico, is like, look, Dread killed all of the major judges. So uh, it's funny how he like, quickly just frames him for it because he's there. <laughs> yeah i mean it worked
0: easy enough yeah earlier
3: so then dread and rob go on the run and they get on that oh that that motorcycle oh sometimes it doesn't work for all the trainees sometimes it doesn't work
0: it's not a bad chase scene really yeah there's, um it kind of right.
3: there's very some cool visual effects that actually yeah look it's it's decent. weird
0: huh where have i seen something similar to this um, it rhymes like poetry. Yeah, it's, it is it's a little episode too. It is very the chasing and attack of the clones, like right down to somebody flying through an advertisement. Yeah, type of thing. But uh-huh. it's
3: better in episode two.
0: I mean, I guess because it has Ewan McGregor in it. Yeah, that instantly.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. Ewan McGregor will be one. Uh huh. And that leads to that really cool uh nightclub scene too.
0: Hmm. With the bagel, what is his name? Yes, sle- <laughs> yeah.
3: You want to buy some death sticks?
0: <laughs> I did like the Get Back to Your Drinks Jedi business. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I did like how Obi-Wan just gets a drink. He's just right like, away. whatever, I'm going to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of times you can just drink on the job.
3: May 25th.
0: Be there or be square. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Dongle Talk.
3: Don't dongle nice. Talk on Obi-Wan Show. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, i do it. All right. All right. That's settled then. So yeah, the chase scene is all right. Again, Dredd just killing judges. Because he's just okay with that now.
0: Oh, although, like, the, the just faceless bot canon. As long guys. as their
3: faces are showing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all those guys, they might have families. Oh, well, they definitely do. And he can't judge them. At what time? Kind of hey, they he's not a judge. Commit? I mean, I get it. He's trying to clear his own name. I think it would have been cooler to a degree if the entire time he was doing non-lethal damage. Yeah. Intentionally and made a point of it.
3: Yeah. Like, even, like, maybe stopped.
0: You could still make this movie violent. Yeah.
3: And, like, he, like, stops Rob from, like, killing one. He's like, you know, we're not going to be killing judges here.
0: Yeah. Because he is that good. Because he's that over the top, like leftover '80s action hero, uh-huh. who somehow like doesn't really. I mean, aside from like Die Hard and some other stuff, they never really took enough damage. Mm-hmm. Like you never, they you never thought like, oh, they can't possibly be defeated. Yeah. There was no vulnerability. At no point in this movie do you think he can't achieve whatever goal he's trying to accomplish. Yeah, he's definitely the superior human in this like he's just strung out and ginormous and yeah
3: yeah (laughs) so whatever chasing happens it's all right it's kind of fun
0: yeah i mean the effects here aren't the worst they're very 95 but they're not bad yeah there was like one weird part where they were it was like pre-matrix where they're trying to like spin the camera around And I don't know what type of if they were doing that, but they didn't have the technology right. It looked really clunky and awkward. Uh It was almost like tuck, 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 instead of smooth movement where it felt very framey. But I got a feeling they were trying to do that same multi camera.
3: That trick is super cool.
0: Where they were trying to spin it.
2: Yeah.
0: And I don't, did you notice that in this? Yeah. And they, it only happened, like, once or twice, and it was really awkward. Yeah. But, heads off to them. I mean, yeah, again, you can't blame the effects. Yeah. You can look at it now and go, like, well, they're bad. But there are a lot of effect shots in this movie that are good.
3: Definitely. And... A lot of design work, and a lot of work, a lot of models.
0: And it... And I think some of it does stand up. It does. To today's standards, because they're very brief, and it's a lot of establishing shots. And they're not, they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. They're really not.
2: Yeah.
3: So. Oh, yeah.
1: oh God.
0: Herschel,
3: Hershey, Hershey, whatever, and Rob and Dred, they all sneak in to where the evil cloning is happening. And there, they're busted by uh, the evil big robot. And then then they're caught by Rico. And Rob <laughs> is shot in the chest.
0: He's shot in the stomach. Yeah,
3: just right in the stomach.
0: Or like the to like his side. It's yeah. like not good. No. It does not look good.
3: No. So evil talk happens. And of course, Rico's like, hey, dread, you can always join me. It's the classic. You can always join me together, you and I can rule mm-hmm. this city.
0: And also at the same time, he wants he's like, Well, get these clones out. They're not ready. If they're not done cooking. Yeah. Which amounts to basically nothing.
3: Yeah. They look cool.
0: Did they try to set something cooler up for this? I
3: think the, the idea was that Dread was just gonna fight like a bunch of like weird, gross, slimy, unfinished clones.
0: And they're barely in it. And I heard it was like a big deal with like getting them in these costumes and everything, and like just different stuntmen and stuff. And, and it, it just was really... not used. And it's almost like a um, Mandela effect where I thought maybe they did fight some clones in this or they had to, and it's not in it. Yeah. They're, they don't have to do anything. And I got a feeling that's just stuff left to the coding room floor that yep. we we'll never see. Yeah. Probably lots of good gross clone exploding. Yeah. Collection.
3: Yeah. That'd been cool. Yeah. But obviously, Dredd doesn't want to join Rico. No. Obviously. And then Rob somehow manages to hack into the big robot guy. Like jump on his back, not really hack into it, but like mess with his circuits.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like played as a fake out where the robot comes in. Yeah. To kill Dread, and oh no, he doesn't. Yeah. Which was done well. I it mean, was whatever.
3: And you get to see a cool robot, so that's pretty cool. And then Dredd and Rico get into like a big fist fight, and they're tumbling around, punching each other, trying to get a hold of weapon. It's all right action.
0: Yeah. It's
3: okay. And then of course you have to have the two females fight each other
0: yeah that's very it's not really like that anymore, and it used to be where if you wanted one on one combat, it had to be male male female mm-hmm. female, yeah, and thankfully, we don't get that anymore yeah. as much. It's really died off.
2: it was a
3: trope that was also in like a lot of like uh anime too that I've seen,
0: yeah, I'm thankful like that earlier one's, anime I'm thankful that one's going away definitely because I mean. It's one thing to say that, like, oh, it's it's chivalry. Like, I can't fight a woman. But honestly, a a woman's more than capable of murdering any man in a fight. So, therefore, just do it. Just let them all fight each other. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I I don't care. Yeah, I don't care.
3: But they have their little fight... Oh well, like really cool, but underused clones are popping out of tubes and stuff. And they don't do anything. They don't do yeah, they're anything. They're slimy and gross. And yeah, they look
0: like they look like Deadpool from that Wolverine movie. Oh they don't have wow,
3: Mars. they do. I yeah. wonder.
0: I wonder if that's why they did that in that movie.
3: Well, I don't think it has anything to do with Judge Dredd.
0: You never know.
3: No, they were. That was just pure stupidity <laughs> that led to that. So the fighting ends up leading to the, uh, for some reason connected Statue of Liberty.
0: When did the hole appear in the head? Did we miss something? Was no, something No, it the was movie? there.
3: It was there from the beginning.
0: Oh, I thought I didn't. I didn't see it earlier. Yeah, it was I there. I thought it was hole. I feel like there was like a weird cutscene. No.
3: No, it was there in the beginning of the movie. Oh, I remember right. when they showed it in the beginning of the movie I was like, "Oh, how did they get the hole in its head?"
0: Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I thought maybe the, like there was something that was cut from no, the movie. No.
3: No. So the fighting gets out and then Dred is dangling on the edge and Rico's about to d- d- hit him off and then Dred says some cheesy one-liner which I don't remember and then throws Rico to his death because you can't have your hero actually kill the villain. He has to uh let the villain fall to their death
0: it's that's another 90s trope it is and i hate that one yeah there's so many falling villains yeah like i'm not gonna directly kill you but i'm gonna also kill you like mm-hmm. where does it become not murder like when um, he literally shot all those guys who had kids and stuff earlier in the movie <laughs> and but that it's, was fine but it's his brother because they didn't have faces. but it's his
3: brother remember when batman flips the coin in front of two-face and two-face is like whoa and falls down <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
3: it's like that's sort of dumb or
0: the joker in that i did like it in um the dark Knight. well because
3: that's like the perfect batman movie so yeah
0: for now for now we don't know the
3: batman's looking pretty good
0: oh unless we do that one no that yeah, never mind we're just gonna watch that one for fun
2: yeah definitely
0: it doesn't line up with our schedule <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, we're at the end of the movie.
3: Rico falls. The day is saved.
0: Um, He's reinstated as a judge in front of the other he judges. He somehow clears his word name. word got out that the bad guy, they're just yeah, like, hey, they threw we found out.
3: Yeah, they just threw in that line.
0: <laughs> we found out. And he just, like, somehow has his badge, too. Yeah. He just, like, takes a uniform from some guy and then, like so. hops on his bike and he's like, get back to work.
3: Yeah. Right back to her. They even offer him like a position as the new high oh, council yeah, guy. Oh, Like the head of the And council. he turns it down because he's, he's a street cop.
0: He's just a working man. Yeah,
3: he's a street judge. He's, keep on doing what he's doing.
0: I'm not going to do it because I'm not greedy and lazy.
3: <laughs> I mentioned this as we are watching the movie, but this movie I feel like is a sequel.
0: That was very interesting yeah. when you said that.
3: Because, okay, if it was a sequel, we would have already established all of the council of the judges we would have established fargo and had somewhat of a connection to him we would have seen uh even stuff with rico you could have established him at least or or brought him up so that way you know him coming back would have been more eventful Mm -hmm. because we would have like known it was a thing also would have gotten a chance to see judge dread be a judge and do judge things because we really don't see a lot of that
0: I feel there's enough.
3: There's a good amount. There's but,
0: enough to but establish. But in order,
3: it. I feel like in order for him to be, uh, like, kicked out, you know, and not be a judge anymore, would have been far more impactful if we had actually seen him as a judge and do what he does best.
0: Well, they did establish that he was a judge. Yeah, and the the instant fear. Uh, his name, and he's yeah. instantly recognizable. I'm
3: just saying, show don't tell, and it would have been cool to see him actually do those things.
0: But he did do those things.
3: He did do those things in the beginning. In the beginning,
0: and, yeah. And they knew it was Judge Dredd, and they did freak out. I'm they just still saying, tried to kill I'm just him. saying,
3: it would have been better if we had, if the if it wasn't in the first movie.
0: And you're not, you do bring up a good point though. Like it, I mean, I I'm not going to say I agree that it should have been a sequel but I I get your point. I'm, I'm not even like... I understand it.
3: I'm just saying, like, it's just a weird thing that I was thinking of. And also, you know, having all these judges getting killed off and everything like that, you could have... had been more impactful if you had introduced those judges in the first movie and you'd gotten to know them. Like, oh my God, that's Judge um, Greg. You got blown up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Yeah, Judge we, Greg. Rest in peace. We miss you, Judge Greg. We miss you. <laughs> I, I think it established everything just... Fine enough. I mean, it's an it's, it's a, little a dumb over movie. an hour and a half, and I'm it's glad an hour and yeah. forty minutes. And
3: I'm really glad there weren't two of these movies. Let me make that clear.
0: It's yeah. I don't think I don't think that this movie needed a sequel. By no, no, I don't think it deserved it. I think it's fine on its own. Some interesting bits about this movie that I haven't covered yet is the first choice when this movie is being kicked around. For a judge, do you want to even take a guess? No. Harrison Ford. Apparently when they were thinking about I mean, because they were trying to develop this in the 80s, even yeah. Harrison Ford. I'm I say no. No, I I don't see it. How about Arnold Schwarzenegger? It's Judge Dredd.
3: I could see it. I could accent would be bad.
0: I don't think it would have worked out. I think Stallone is an excellent choice.
3: Yeah. At the time, I think he might be like near perfect. For that. I think
0: that they should not have given him as much control.
3: Definitely not. He is not a director or producer. He's an actor.
0: And as well, he's
3: he a made, director. Yeah, he made Rocky. He's a
0: director and a producer. He's been yeah, doing he it and is, a writer for He a long is time.
3: good, but I'm just like, to take over someone's project like that, that is n- not his role. I don't
0: feel it was appropriate.
3: It is not. Especially he's Especially for this. Yeah. You can't
0: come in with your own opinions on this unless you are like a Judge Dredd super fan. Exactly. So, what was your favorite scene in the movie?
3: The opening action scene, because we get to see Judge Dredd do judge things and use his gun. Gun that talks has few, few scenes, far too little scenes. So, cool action. Pew pew. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Mine would have to be The Mean Machine yeah anything with that i love that practical makeup on them it's
3: good it is really good
0: so using our basis of saying movie the better you say movie the better the movie i guess is how we could describe it now um how would you rate this and would you recommend it
3: why do you always make me go first
0: because i'm the main host i steer the ship
3: yeah but sometimes i'm the main host
0: well, yeah, you're,
3: just, you're... Sometimes I take the lead.
0: Oh, well, do you no, want to monkey this together. butts this and you bring it up?
3: No, don't monkey butts this. Fine. You're going to go first.
0: Fine. Oh, I'm going to go first? You're going to go
3: first. Let's hear you say m- movie.
0: All right, fine. Okay. I will. Yeah. Judge Dredd, 1995, is a movie.
3: Just plain as that.
0: It's a movie. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say that, and I would have not given it that rating until we just rewatched it and I gave it an honest shot. I've seen this movie a bunch because hey I had like HBO for a bit around when this movie was released on video. I rented it. I'll admit I rented it a couple times even and I really didn't like it and I still did because there wasn't a lot of options at the time. It was the mid-90s what are you gonna do? But I gave it an honest shot, and it wasn't as bad as I remember it. It's still not great because where it has its faults, they're bad. Yeah. It falls flat, but I think for under an hour 40, it's smooth. It's clean cut. You get what you get. Mm -hmm. It's simple. It's fun. The production value alone is worth a watch. Yeah. There you have it. That's my opinion.
3: I was looking to second you and say it's a movie if it didn't have so many... Honestly, best way to fix this movie uh, less comedy more gore. Because this movie is rated R and it does not feel like it is rated R.
0: I brought that up to you beforehand yeah. and I said you will judge for yourself. No pun intended Yeah, with that. I thought about that later. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought of it more as a PG-13 movie. Definitely. But there are more squibs than I remember and more blood. But not a and lot they had to cut it down it was nc-17 I granted they gave a lot of movies nc-17 just to make them cut down the violence but i could see where it was cut
3: like they should have taken some more inspiration from robocop for sure yeah because robocop has some fantastic gore
0: we'll never get it but i want to see the version that was the director's main vision
3: yeah because i i imagine it is a better movie
0: And you're not going to see it, because there was too much interference while they were making it.
3: Just watch Dread.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Watch Dread, honestly, yeah. Yeah. And I look forward to the Mega City one.
3: Whatever that happens to come out.
0: Who knows? Yeah. It's supposed to happen. I'll watch it. Carl Urban said that he'd be in it. If they want Judge Dread to just even make a guest appearance. Which I'm fine with that. Base it off that universe and that iteration. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I like the cyberpunkness of this one. I feel it does the future better. Yeah. When bringing in the technology and everything. But yeah, Dread 2012, far better adaption, I think, as far as just gritty violence.
3: And it was a good film, too. Just like well shot, well produced, well acted. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I I made a Facebook post about that movie when I saw it, and I said, "This is the RoboCop remake that we deserve."
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it.
0: And we, it, it totally is. Yeah. So, I thought you were gonna hate this movie. No, I thought for sure when you picked it, out, I'm like, "Old oh, it's in for a good one here. It's gonna be uh, crap."
3: It was just disappointing because uh, its flaws were, in a way, easy to fix
0: you can see the lost potential in it
3: definitely it could have been it could have been like another robocop up there with like in terms of that kind of movie Mm -hmm. it could be right up there with robocop
0: yeah and the robustness of the soundtrack felt like it was like hey gang you're in for a robocop here yeah because it was trying to be like that kind of over the top bombastic adventure music and it just really felt out of place and I was going to do it for our opening bit, but I was going to say the in the creepy old guy voice, I was going to say, I knew you would say that because they do that throughout this entire movie. Yeah. And that's a very forced thing. Yeah. Forced line throughout this entire movie. And this movie can just shove it up its butt. That is very forced. I knew blink the key or she or whoever would say that was obviously the line that was being pushed and i don't know if that was in the original script yeah but it feels extremely forced and i hate
3: <laughs> one there is there's a fantastic one of my favorite anime characters he has a thing kind of like it where he goes next you're gonna say and then he says what they're gonna say and they say it and then they freak out because he totally predicted what they're gonna say it's funny it's far better it's that same idea it's not annoying they didn't push it it's just good, and to see something like that in this, or it's just bad. Was really annoying. Also, another thing with this movie, real quick, Judge Dredd gets saved from getting shot like four times.
0: They acknowledge it in the movie, though. Yeah, they do. He should have it, been. It's
3: it's just like <laughs> your macho cool hero guy. I also feel like he, as the movie goes, he loses his like almost robotic like procedural. Killing kind of like, I guess, thing he had going on in the beginning, because in the beginning, like that first action scene, he's just very like when he's standing there and he can like tell that the bullets aren't going to hurt him, and he walks into the building and
0: it's a little much, I think.
3: He's just very like robotic about it, yeah. And then by the end of the movie, he's just not like that at all.
0: At least he's not like overly cheesy about it. Like yeah. He's not like, well, I guess I'm gonna make some fun jokes, hug a unicorn, and eat a cheeseburger. i don't know well i'm surprised that you liked it i'm surprised that i enjoyed it as much as i did i didn't
3: like it i just didn't
0: (laughs) you didn't think it was bad i
3: just didn't think it was that bad okay like would i recommend this movie no i honestly don't think there's like enough in it i don't think it's like worth it
0: because all i say did i say if i'd recommend it no not? not yet no i still don't think i would I'd say like if you if you have a sour opinion of it and you wanna be that kind of crappy everything's everything sucks facetiousness, if you just go into it and go, well, it could be worse. You'll have fun. Yeah. But I don't recommend it.
3: Yeah, like I said, it's just not worth it. There's not enough there's not enough redeeming qualities. It, it to just make misses it, the mark. It really does. And it's sad. It's almost like a sad movie because it's close.
0: It's one of those where It had the money. Mm -hmm. It had the money. It it shows on screen. Yeah, the money's on the screen. Yes, and you, it can't be faulted for that. It can't. Dang it, Stallone! Why did you have to interfere so much and yeah, shoehorn more Rob Schneider into it? Who still isn't bad, but you can tell like he should too much there. Yeah, even at one point in time, he's like, "Why am I still hanging around?" He, He says that. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, exactly. Why are you still around? You shouldn't be around. You got back in, go find, he has no stakes in this adventure.
3: Yeah. And for Dreg to be like just carting around a criminal, in his eyes, he is still a criminal. Yeah. And also at one point as like during the whole chasing on the you bikes. You
0: did to bring him back in. Yeah.
3: During the chasing on the bikes, Rob goes, okay, you can drop me off here. He says that. He goes, okay, just stop here. Just drop me off here. Throw me off. Like, he just
0: doesn't. And I think the adventure still could have been completed without him. Yeah, probably. Killing that robot. Yeah. So, ah. ah. I got to stop talking about it. <laughs> we are, <laughs> I'm sure this podcast will be a lot we'll less. There's some fat but on it we've, to be trimmed. We're just over two hours recording time. Yeah. So, mm, mm, good. That's more. It's than longer the than the movie. It's more than it deserves. Yeah. So, we'll leave it at that. Um, Hey everybody. Do you wanna look cool? Brennan, you like looking cool, don't you? I
3: love looking cool. You like a good fit. You know how I look cool? How? Cause I get some corrupted youth merch from T public.
0: You don't say.
3: Actually I didn't get it. You got it for me. <laughs> but I do look cool in my corrupted youth merch.
0: Hey, you know what? I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Yeah. You know what they don't do anymore, Brennan? What? And they haven't done for a very long time since I be? was in my early youth. You used to be able to just get a Danzig shirt with just a skull on it. And that's all it was. And we all knew what it was. But apparently people got dumb enough where you had to put Danzig on the back or the front with the skull. Which so was, lame. Which was ripped off from a comic book cover anyway. Nice. Yeah. So you know what? Get one of those from our Tee public store. Follow the link.
3: Do you like Danzig? Do you want to not look like such a bozo? Yeah. With a Danzig shirt on that says Danzig on it. Just want that cool skull?
0: Yeah. All skull, no bull. You get the OG woe. I made it. I haven't advertised it at all anyway. Yeah. And I'm very proud of it because, <laughs> man.
3: Knowing our audience, there's got to be a few Danzig fans in there.
0: Oh, there are for sure.
3: Yeah. Court. <laughs> <laughs> you Danzig fan.
0: I don't know if he is or not. I'm gonna say yes. He posts the Danzig memes all the time. So okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you like Danzig, you definitely can appreciate the cheese factor of everything that is Danzig, which I do. Carry that kitty litter into the sunset when you're ready to go Danzig. We're there for you. So contact us if you want to send us an email. Let us know. Do you like carrying kitty litter? Write into the Corrupted Youth podcast
3: at corrupted youth pod
0: uh, gmail.com visit us in the dongle then on facebook maybe Brandon might show up in case
3: <laughs> i don't use facebook i'm gonna be honest guys <laughs> i don't use facebook anymore at all
0: yes you can find me on grinder
1: <laughs>
0: i just wanted to see what <laughs> you Thanks to our listeners, the dongles, and our fellow podcasters for your support. Bye. Hang in there, dongles. Corrupt, dead you. Corrupt, dead you. Come rock jack you Come rock
1: jack
0: you So many testicles What So many testicles What is the hell is going on over there? I'm moving
3: things, okay? There's a <laughs> chainsaw, weights and a mess of wires. What's going on in here? You building a robot?
0: It's nobody's business if I build a kill bat. Okay, is that in is
3: that enriched uranium?
0: Shh. Jeez, all we need is a bunch of Russians invading Doggleden. <sighs>